Listener warning, this episode contains adult content and is not suitable for children. Welcome back to the Half-Baked Book Club. I'm Lana. And I'm Dylan, and we are back with another episode of Random Recap. If you're new here, we are a book club. Don't get confused, you're in the right spot. (laughs) But like (laughs) most book clubs, we like to talk about a million other things besides the book at hand. Although we do release a monthly book review episode, we wanted to come to you guys every Monday and share everything else we've been watching, streaming, and reading in between. Yeah, so it's been an eventful week. For sure. And, um, you know, on top of a personal loss I had a little over a week ago that I'm still not ready to talk about, if you guys aren't aware, we are from Buffalo, New York. And yeah. if you have been living under a rock, you, I guess you wouldn't know that our city has been hit by a mass shooting, a racially charged mass shooting by um, just a, a general fucking loser from another county who came here, mm-hmm. who came to the wrong city, who thought that he was going to intimidate and, and you know, make people fearful. And unfortunately, he, he killed 10 people. He injured three others, um, most mostly elderly black people in a predominantly black area. This was his whole goal, 180 page manifesto about it. I'm sure more and more and more will come out. And the more that does, the more angry, the more sick I get, the more I cry, <laughs> like the more yeah. stories, I'm sure you feel the same. So Dylan, I don't know whatever you have to say about it. We just want to say like, mm-hmm. I don't know, thoughts and prayers are bullshit. Like we need policy and change. We mm-hmm. need you guys to vote. We've said it before. Yeah. Just keep in mind, you know, when you're placing your ballot, like who who's gonna nobody's taking away your rights to go um hunting, hunting and fishing. Nobody's taking away your rights to do anything like that with your guns. Like mm-hmm. just maybe background checks and like the fact that this guy had threatened to shoot up his school and he wasn't red flagged to not mm-hmm. hit a gun right. is mind blowing to me. Mind blowing. 18 years old with this much hate in his heart, like. And the people I've seen have just been like, we pray for you. Like, mm. we really like hope yeah. that, hope that you find some type of way to fix that. And our community as usual has come together as it does. That's been the best. Like, yeah, I, Saturday was just crazy. It was just a roller coaster because we had the women's, um, we had the bands off our body, bodies march protest in the morning in buffalo and it was a beautiful day and like i know i was wanting to transition to that because i'm like that's a positive thing we can talk about so many people came out and um so for the day to end like that it it kind of just it was just devastating and like you said it was mostly senior people just going you know we're we're getting all the stories now somebody you know just going to get a cake for their three-year-old and just people living their normal lives. You don't think about things like that when you're going into a grocery store. Um, and you know, this person isn't from the area. It's, it's just so much hate and racist bullshit. Um, and it's just infuriating. And, um, this is what happens when, you know, policies and language and all of those things are just allowed to continue in the way they are. And they, they're not challenged. Um, so like we're saying, please vote. That'll be my soapbox when we talk about the protest too. Like there's a lot of people that come there and there's a lot of people that come out and support Buffalo right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's, there's tons of things that you can do, but the biggest thing that you can do is to vote for the people that represent you and your beliefs and what you think. And if you think your vote doesn't matter, all of those people that fit into that category, if you all voted, it does very much matter. So, um, just a reminder for that. And I just, I'm not a praying person, um, but I'm just so sad. It's for hard those not to want to like ask are... some type of higher power, whatever you believe right. in. Like for me, I just like I don't know. I we could go on, but but we won't. You you had yeah. a good experience at your protest, fighting for we're fighting yeah. for so much here. Oh, in 2022 and in mercury retrograde of 2022 shit is yeah. just wild so yeah. much loss yeah. so much chaos because we were just the first city in a, in a trickle down i guess right. of other yeah. 
attacks. And I worry that that's that that's the thing too, is that we're getting out of this pandemic. And so that is going to happen more and more frequently because it Mm -hmm. was prior, right? Mass shootings happen all the time. It's more than four people being shot. It's a mass shooting. It happens every single day in this country. Um, whether they all make the news or not, they do. And so we're Mm -hmm. kind of getting back into that. And that flips me out as a parent, um, when my kid has to do drills at school for lockdowns and things like that, but you don't think about movie theaters and, you know, in in your school, all of these things have happened though. Like the movie theaters have happened. And like, I know I've talked about like my brain and like PTSD. I'm always thinking the worst. So like, I mm-hmm. do have to, you know, elevate because again, I'm a half that's baked before I go to something like a movie or a concert or something, because yep. it's too many people. Like I remember, um, when I was still like fighting my anxiety, like not even on Lexapro, no weed, no nothing, just raw dogging life hard. Okay. Like, and I couldn't like go to fucking Walmart. Like I would go and I would try to buy like garbage bags. And I called my mom, like having a panic attack. I'm like, um, like how many gallons is my like normal (laughs) size? Like I was freaking out. I'm like, I don't know what to buy. Um, no, like, and I, it's like, I'm not, like, I don't know. I've cut a yeah. cucumber before, you know, like I, I'm not stupid. I just like, didn't, <laughs> I just like, didn't know. Okay. Like I hadn't bought them for a while, but anyways, yeah. it's just, but, but it, I, I get way. nervous on that. And I'm like, hi, yep. I'm a white woman who right. mostly presents straight. If you didn't know most of the time, most of them are going to go rainbow t-shirt or like, ain't no lie, baby. Bye, bye, bye. You wouldn't know. Right. right. So like, I, yeah. I'm not the target of somebody like him and I right. still get scared. So yes. I can't imagine like people are like, I get scared to go in Ulta and like buy a lip liner like because I'm black and I'm the only one here. Like that's right. It's right. Just we don't understand what that's like to, to have somebody that can't, hates you just because of the color of your skin. That's it. I can't, we never will, but no, I guess no. we're just and, here to say that we're here as, as friends and allies and whatever we can do. We're here and, yeah. The March. Um, and that was one of the the things, and you were just saying like the worst case scenario. I mean, that was something that I think of for protesting. I never did. I've protested for a very long time, but, um, Charlottesville is what made me nervous to protest. Mm -hmm. And I refuse to stop doing it, but it is in my subconscious when I'm going to things like that. And for this one, especially, Um, I was really glad that the organizers had vehicles that were kind of like shield kind of like Mm, for uh people to get in and out of roads, because here's the other thing we had no permit, which I didn't know. Um, but when we all were in this, in this square and like, if you're from Buffalo, you understand, like we're all in the circle in the square and I see this crowd is like, we're not going to get violent. I don't think. Yeah. But still to go to take over streets right. and not allow people through them. I assumed we had, we had right. um, a permit and we did not. So that's a very real thing that people can be trying to turn down these streets and stuff. So um, the organizers gave zero fucks and uh, they just right. had cars with like green, um, green little uh, sashes on them. So you knew that they were part of it okay. and they would just kind of like b- block a street and you would just go. Um, and so obviously the city had to have heard or knew right. that like something was going to happen. Every major city is having a march. So they didn't happen. necessarily set up anything or be out anywhere because like I said, we did not have a permit. But do you think this is force. also part of why things were happening on Saturday? We know that yeah. the police are going to be thin right now. That's the yeah. other sick part of it is my yeah. thought. Well, so because here's the thing. So ours... So the women's march was, it started at 11 and it goes down this major street and Chippewa and all these things. And I'm naming streets. People don't know. It's a very big thing. <laughs> ends at city, um, ends at the courthouse. We're there like five miles like or hours. something like that. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. So it's a lot of like taking over streets and stuff. And then we all kind of take over, um, Delaware and they just have their, their friends' cars kind of block it and no one can get anywhere. And Um, the cops wait a very long time until they're like, all right, you need to move these vehicles. And they just refuse to, but there was an actual, um, not sanctioned, but, um, they had a permit. There was another rally 
that was there were a couple yeah that was scheduled way ahead of time something for education that had been set up for the same area um at like noon or like one so that one which is right next to us had police presence and had it all set up or whatever so that is like the majority of the police force are in, is in that area for that um That's event and walk so or march or whatever and then you've got this whole area so it was a lot of like chaos because then they're kind of bleeding into each other and the um the majority of people that are there are there for row where there's mm-hmm. like maybe a hundred people for this they're education like, we thing had this protest you guys and i know like, i feel so bad us. like that blame organizer not our fault. Yeah. That, that organizer feels so bad that they're like, man, we had this going. And then this had to happen. Cause it was, there was definitely a bleeding of the situation, but, um, I will say that like, it was, it's, it sucks, but it was good to see. There were so many cis men. There were so many, um, older, you know, male, female, um, like grandparents, people that are just like, they, they did this. Our parents did this now we're doing this like it, mm-hmm. it, there was so much support um just recognizing actually, that being like a, steps- a woman or or just any <laughs> right and, like you're always gonna be, be actively fighting for your rights just right. honestly coming to terms with that which like mm-hmm. you would hope and, that someday that's not the case but like yeah. no you know. and and I saw a lot of people which I thought was good too like recognizing that this wasn't just about um like abortion and women's rights. Like this is the catalyst for all of the things that they want to get by knocking down Roe. And oh, so that's just right. It's the umbrella it's not, that right. all of so, these other things are under. Yeah. So it's not just going to affect somebody that has a uterus. It's, it well, they use the trigger trans, of, right. Yes. This is this your heart trans strength. people, gay marriage. Mm. These are going to affect a lot of things based on what they quoted in, um, in their dissension. So it, it was like, obviously the day ended terribly, but it started on a very like positive note to see the city come out in such a way, um, super loud and, um, you know, really just like in support. I texted you yesterday when this happened, but when I was driving home, um, some a-hole was in front of a church with a sign that said like abortions are genocide. And I just, Today I just lost it. <laughs> so I just, I did a UE and then I drove past him with my window down and my middle finger out. And I was just like, fuck you as loud as I could just honking my horn. Um, and I wanted to kind of just do one more. because I was just so yeah. angry based on everything that happened. Like it just pissed me off that this person was spending this beautiful day, like doing this shitty thing to people. So I was like, turn around. That sign. Must have taken all night. Right? Damn. Yeah. So I saw that then they were going to their car and they were done. And that, that just made me happy that either like he couldn't handle one woman yelling at him or he's been getting this all day. And I was like the last straw. Um, so like, fuck you. Like it's a beautiful day. And this is how you're spending your Sunday. Like Oh, totally. And we didn't mean to like make this whole intro really sad, (laughs) but that's what's going on in the place that, I mean, first off in the country, but in the city that we're in, in the, in the place that I am in. Um, so that's where we're at. We talked about this, believe it or not, for 20 minutes before we started recording, trying to make sure we didn't make it take forever. So you're welcome that this is like apparently the briefer version the water of our thoughts. <laughs> but I would say before we dive in, like we're we're gonna just get into our actual recap though, right? So yeah. shows how many shows did you watch? One, you said. Yeah, just well, actually two, I, but okay. I watch all the time. So I watch, um, I watch Grey's Anatomy religiously still. Since I, I was like, are you saying like out. you just started or okay? No, like, but so it's still going. Like it's currently which is wild. New, right? Yeah. I wish so Desperate I was, Housewives had also kept going. Remember that they started the same time. Oh my god. No, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I used to watch Desperate both Housewives. religiously I and I stopped watching when Desperate Housewives stopped. I did finish Desperate Housewives. <laughs> like I watched that all the way through, but I still watch Grey's. I know. Um, and I will say I'm that too far like, gone. <laughs> I, there was a point when I lived in California where they jumped the shark and had a musical episode. And I was oh, like, wow. 
Oh, oh I've heard of that and I don't even oh, watch it. And I, it's like, you. it's so <laughs> terrible. Um, I mean, like, uh, what the hell is her name? Sarah that plays Callie. Listen, um, I don't know. Anything. Oh, okay. Somebody she's listening might be like queen. a big fan. Yeah. She has an insane voice. And so when she sings, I think it's her name is Sarah Ramirez. But they set up Callie. a whole episode just so that right. she could sing, basically. She's got an insane just put out a single. Voice Why and, did we have to do this? Yes. No, everybody else trying to sing is just like hilarious. Kevin McKidd, like Owen trying to like, no. Um, oh. So, yeah, no, it was just... It's like a dream sequence in their thing. I just, it was a lot, but I stuck with it. I will say that now, like they covered pandemic stuff. They move forward from it. They are continuing to tell like good stories. Okay. Um, like actually this week's episode, um, I mean, spoiler, but I, I doubt anybody. I don't even know people to listen to it. Um, Owen, <laughs> Owen and Teddy, these characters, they have, um, they have a son, and they have two and their oldest, um, loves to wear dresses and stuff. And so they were, they were getting ready for school or something. And he says, um, he, it, Owen's like, okay, you know, you're ready or whatever. And their child, Teddy says, well, I'm a girl. And they're just like, okay. Oh. And they just and, like, cool. and so Owen's like, okay. <laughs> and then his his wife uh teddy's like uh, 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 like she's just like stunned and yeah. it's funny that she's stunned because this has been happening like they just kind of show it in little bits they don't really address it so yeah. this episode was kind of like them understanding it and wanting to like do do the work themselves as parents so like you know to not have anything to do with their child but that they, um, they felt like, okay, so we should be prepared and learn all the things that we need to learn. And like, if this is what they're deciding, then, um, you know, so we can be like the best parents that we can be. So I thought that was really cool. They were telling that story and the parents put themselves in therapy so that they could talk with an expert, not that the child needed to talk to anybody because there's nothing wrong with them. And I liked how they did that of like, okay, we're not experts in this. We want to handle this the right way. We're going to go learn this and do these things so we can be really great at this. And there's nothing wrong with our child. They don't need therapy. Yeah. It's just us. So I thought that that was like a good, they keep telling sometimes timely I, I, and important stories. Right. Like sometimes I eye roll and shows do that. Like, oh my God, you're trying so hard to be like woke. But then other times I'm like, you know what? I'm happy because there are people who look from like, probably like a small town like mine with one traffic light watching who are, who are watching this who are mm-hmm. like oh you know what I mean yep they've oh, gone so real heavy into what's I mean police brutality and racism and Ooh, yeah. abortion and everything they've really like the last couple of years like I'll tell people like they went all in for those things and that's exactly what some of the actors say when they're interviewed is that they know that some people that are watching this don't understand they're like trying to like like when are we gonna they're trying to educate you yeah well either that or like if people don't if you don't want to watch it turn it off because at a certain point like dude are we gonna cancel this show or what (laughs) like we're gonna go down we're gonna go down with like saying how we feel you know what I mean like let's put this out here and let's get this out like you know if you're gonna shake it up it can't just be I mean it's been on air for like how many Mm. seasons is this like 25 it's literally like the general hospital of like the evening time basically it's our it's our bad you guys don't have it five days a week like general hospital could you imagine you won't be able to do anything the stories probably get really bad (laughs) but I feel like they're still very good and they're still covering it's definitely less about the medicine and way more about what's happening in the world and the country because they're like, they're absolutely tackling like those kinds of issues. Oh yeah. Because even the the medicine. Yeah. Like that's been done very well. And this thing with their son potentially being trans, like all of those things, like you said, it, sometimes it can seem like they're trying, you know, whatever. But then I remind myself that like, for me, it feels like that because I like to think that I'm, you know, more whatever attuned to it, but there's a lot of people that are going to watch this that don't know, um, you know, a trans person, or they don't, you know, they don't have a lot of black people in their community or whatever. They don't understand 
Mm -hmm. know, any of those things. And if this is the way that they see it and it's normalized or they understand a little bit about that oppression or how that feels like then all power to them. Right. Right. I'll like keep if, watching it. if we, if there's like a group of people, there's like the people who are like, go to gay pride parades. And then there's the people who are like, literally like, wait, trans, like I'm not watching this show anymore. And then there's people who are in the middle who are like, I just don't know. And like you said, like if we can rope the people there and be like, Hey, normalize this or normalize, not even having to come out, just being like, Oh, I'm going on a date with, you know, Sarah or like, Jonathan, like it just doesn't really matter. I'm going on a date with a person, period. Right. And I am who I am, period. Like there doesn't have to be a whole thing, but there is a whole thing. Like that is still a thing, but whatever. A lot of people said that um, that's how um people felt about Shit's Creek. Like what about it? I didn't really watch it through, so you already know this. I've said this before. Oh, I feel like I forget every fancy and the like, I don't know. It's just, it's I on did, there with friends for me. I'm a Seinfeld girl. Like I, I get will it. say that I had to restart that show probably three times for it to stick. And, and then it just like, I will eventually speaking of everything, but no, in the way that they, um, I'm on RuPaul season three characters. <laughs> that were, you know, all over the, um, you know, gay and bi and all the, but it wasn't like Will and Grace, which I loved Will and Grace, but <laughs> Will and Grace being Bi-phobia, such a- Will and Grace. Yeah, just like lots of biphobic. So, right, so stereotypical. So all of these things in Schitt's Creek, just, they're just normal characters. These are just normal everyday characters that you have in your life and they mm-hmm. happen to have other preferences and they did it in such a beautiful way that just right made, or just be open the about their about. public preferences. The show was right. not about the fact that they were gay or they were bi. They're mm-hmm. just a family. And and the way that they snuck that in and did it in such a beautiful way, I feel like you can get a lot of people that don't understand it or don't know it well, but you could understand when he says, I like the wine and not the label to mean that he was pan. And that's how he explained it. And just uh-huh. different things like that. I just love shows that Harry Styles, that's yeah. bring people um, in and not kind of do it in such a, like you said, like a stereotypical kind of wild way. Well, speaking of good shows, did I know you said you didn't get around to it. I don't think that show that I sent you candy on Hulu, you know, I love a true crime on Hulu, like any type of <laughs> true crime or not true crime, like only murders, like, but um, so Candy is starring Jessica Beale, and it's this woman, like, spoiler alert, like, I could have sworn I, I heard of this, like, I heard a podcast about this one, you know, like, I'm going to feel that way about the movie section as well. But like, I've listened to so many true crime podcasts that like, sometimes a show will get made about a true crime. And I'm like, have I heard this before? Like a woman who murders her best friend. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I've heard of it, but it wasn't the one I thought it was. So mm. It was interesting, but as with all of these shows, there's so much dramatization that it makes me want to go find a 2020 or something and watch it. But I'm sure that like ABC seems to always do like a 2020 right around the time that Hulu like Does they just show. did with Michelle Carter. She just yeah. So and then what was the other one? I'm like, oh, that'll come up. Um, what were we watching before that? I don't know. Some other thing, but the same. Oh, the dropout, and then they had the dropout. oh yeah yeah yeah. You know, not a crime, but you know. But it'll save you some time having to watch the whole show because it is gruesome. And I don't know, it's just interesting. And then Justin Timberlake was in it. And I was like, like, he, you didn't know he was in it at first, but like a few episodes in, he like shows up and you're like, why are you here? Like, (laughs) just let Jessica be in a show without you. Like, you don't need to be here, Justin. Go away. I don't know. I'm just like not a Justin Timberlake fan. I don't think we've ever discussed that though. Jesus, anyways I was a huge fan at one point you can go shave your back I, now I, yeah but that's who I'm, that's who he is now he's he's Jason from now. Mean Girls like that's how I feel yeah we all used to love you you and your ramen hair we supported you when you had we ramen hair and this is what you did to us. we were rooting for you we were all rooting for you JT but anyways <laughs> he doesn't look super great so that's oh my him. gosh um and that was the only show you watched. Or you said you watched another one. <laughs> we went off about Grace Anatomy. Um, I watched Joe Allen. Disconnected ah. to that. You watched what? <laughs> Joe Allen. 
Joe Allen. Oh, Joe Allen. Okay, I was so confused. Oh. <laughs> you are totally saying it right. You mean I Taylor's boyfriend Ellen. is what you were trying to say? Taylor. No, I heard Ellen, and I was like, oh. the Ellen show. Like I was just confused. They do look alike, so I don't know. Like, oh, I, that's like no, with a beard oh, though. I'm just being funny. funny. He does I have know. muscles because I saw really him without cute. a shirt on and all that. Oh. So sorry, not trying to take over. I can go off on Joe. I just wanted something more positive because we've been so like negative. Yeah. If you had another show, tell me. No, it was just connected to, to Grace. I watched, there's another like a sister show for that. Oh, um, station. Private practice. Oh, the firehouse one. Situation. Some of the characters used to be private practice. Didn't it? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So many spinoffs. It's like a housewife. Just so you, you, at least you knew who Addison was the redhead, the wife. Mm-hmm. She makes an appearance and that was exciting just to see her on the screen. But yeah, no, that's just very much the same, you know, they're covering all the same stuff, different day, major, major, but yep. conversations with friends on Hulu, more Hulu shows like this is not sponsored, wish it, uh, by Hulu anyways, wish it was. Um, but I really was just watching, like, did you watch the other Sally Rooney show or read any of her books? No, someone just sent something to me today about it. Um, I read Normal People and it was just, there was some sexual assault stuff in there and Mm -hmm. it just like, her books are written about people and it's really raw. It reminds me, I don't want to say it reminds me of Girls on HBO, but in a way it does, like real, but also outlandish where you're like, is this shit really all like, people really do this, mm-hmm. but I don't know how to explain it. Like, but it's, it's cool that they also have a character who's by that's just kind of talked about like, oh yeah, like she dates girls or she would have blah, blah, blah. Um, but I did not read the book. So I'm going into it having not read the book. Like I've read normal people and was like, I'm good. I don't need to see the show. Like yeah. I'm all set. Um, but this, I purposely didn't read the book. Cause I'm like, I don't want, I want to watch Joe Allen have sex. So I saw his, his head between legs. I mean, I got the visuals I needed to get, so <laughs> I will keep watching. Um, it's good because like, they're 25 minute episodes or, or something oh, okay. like that. Like, so they're easily digestible. So I think I watched like three and once a day, okay. I was like, keep going, keep going. What's the sex scene? Like I just needed to get, if I'm being honest. So you just see, you need to know what Taylor sees a little bit, like, how do you, how are hey. you not morbidly curious? Like, hey, I like anyways, that. and continue watching the circle, but I know you have intentions of watching that. Yeah. So I already explained about the circle on Netflix in our last recap. If you guys have any questions about it, you can definitely get an in-depth, um, look at it there. Um, but we will cover it more when Dylan watches it because there's so many like fun I don't know, ins and outs and the allies and all that. And the people who have been voted off and the Spice Girls. We we have so much to talk about in regards to that. But that's all I've got for now for shows. Movies? So I was going to say we both watched um, that. Oh, back <laughs> sad things. Back in that documentary. Oh, yeah. Um, Our Father. And... Ugh. on Netflix it's called our father I think it was like number one yeah number one in movies and I knew the story but I didn't know the story yeah it's like I've heard oh. of the story wasn't it like the last however many minutes you were just like jaw on the ground on and the then, ground like when Especially they tell you the, the after stuff uh-huh yeah like <laughs> that's the thing so as you're watching this guys if you don't know it's a fertility doctor and when he says that these people are getting like donor sperm, he's just using the seventies, right? Like this isn't like a two thousands, right? Right. He's using his own. And even in the cases where their husbands or their partners, whoever is bringing in their own sperm, he's also just disregarding that and using his own. Disgusting. I don't know about every time, but like more than likely every time. Yeah. Cause the number Um, keeps going like, Oh, once or twice, you know, Oh, da da da. And then there's a ticker in like the top of the screen that goes. I could honestly get into details, but we've been into kind of gross details on sad shit already today. But let me just tell you, (laughs) if you are just ready to have your mind blown, like 
this guy basically fathered a whole bunch of kids. Like this guy, when he was 94. donating, donating his, that we know of, um, right. Then where was that sperm, when was yeah. Like he, uh, as a play on the words, right? Like our father, he's Ugh. super religious. I'm sorry. I hate to just throw everybody who's religious into this, but there always seems to be a correlation with people who are like procreate. Like mm-hmm. it's really, ugh. and then they like traced back and he believed in some type of, um, a quiver full, like a theory of like basically sending your seed out as many places as possible. And you know, if you listen to Hope Down Spice, you know how I feel about the word seed. It's not our favorite. I'm sorry I said it again. Um, but it's really fucked up, but it's yeah. also extremely uh interesting and like yeah. you won't be able to stop watching. Like you yeah, it just keeps this guy, when he did this in the seventies, like he would bring people into his office, like, Oh, Hey, you go ahead. You know, they sit you down, you get dressed and they come back in a few minutes. Like these people are basically finding out that he was like rubbing one out in his office right. to create then, a specimen that he then injected fresh. them with. So that's like the sick part is like, okay, at what point did it stop being a sexual touch for you? And it started being a professional medical touch. Like right. that's fucked up because you're still on some type of weird high from mm-hmm. getting off and then you're injecting somebody. And not only that, it's like sometimes like one person would come to this guy like 15 times before they got oh, pregnant. Like to know yeah. that this happened to you so many Every times, time. mm-hmm. like you walked in the place willingly and they said they felt raped. And it's like, how could you not? Like, right. It's just can, can so you imagine? It, I don't know. Like I, I have Ugh. a, well, I did. I had a male gynecologist, which I never had. I did as any well. Sort of like thought or issue, but then this happens and you're like, what the fuck? You're like, it just, it, well, this guy, was, like, this was in the seventies. He didn't know about 23 and me. And he didn't think he'd insane? ever get caught. He just thought I'm just going to have 94 plus who knows how many other people right. that haven't done their DNA, mm-hmm. but like, imagine these people have it like on their phones, like the ancestry app. And it's like, but putting putting I have yeah. new sibling, new sibling, new sibling. Like, Oh my God. That's so crazy. I have 23 and me and I get alerts for like, like a, a cousins cousin. and yeah. all these things. Probably these like, people, it, it's like, like tells you half sibling, half I cannot sibling, even imagine the so crazy. right. Like, and all, all in the same city where people could potentially like get married or then procreate kids of their own, which is that like was the thing that made issue. me so nervous. I kept like, waiting for that shoe to drop and it didn't. Thank well, God. they announced it on there like, hey, if you might be from this area, you know that you're, oh, you're adopted. <gasps> Maybe like call this number. It's so crazy, but um, it will blow your mind because he is. I'm, I'm not going to give any more spoilers, but he's definitely not the only doctor who's ever done this. So I could have very well listened to, I think I listened to a podcast about this one too. But it could have been yeah. about another doctor. Really could. Yes. I feel um, like it was another story. Like but where it, he did so, like a lot of stuff. There was another thing with like, I don't know. Um, but anyways, play on words, our father, because literally he fathered all these kids and ugh. religious. Eh. But yeah, I was I was thinking though the other day when it comes to like podcasts and like all these true crime shows and all this, like podcasts is like the equivalent of like when fashion would hit New York city and then it would eventually trickle back to like Buffalo back to where we are. Cause I remember I'd be a teen and I would like go visit when I was 14 and I would come like home with all this cool shit I bought in like Chinatown and people would be like, what are you wearing? And I'd get made fun of. And then like six months later, I'm like, Oh, all of y'all are wearing those Chinese shoes like with the mesh like do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm, about the yeah. like the slip on they call them like Chinese flip-flops or something or at least at yeah. the time I don't know that I have no idea what they're called but I had them in like 15 different colors <laughs> my gauchos anyways but like podcasts are like that fashion in New York City and then eventually we'll get to 2020 or Hulu. And it's like, we've heard this story. Like I already know what happens on almost all these things. So I'm impressed with Netflix that they were able to blow my mind in such a way. And they found so many siblings to interview, um, that were willing to interview. And just, there's so much more you think we've told you guys, but there's so much more. It's really crazy. I thought I knew, but no, if you can stomach crazy shit like this, if you're Mm -hmm. into true crime, highly suggest our father. Uh, Yeah. Um, and I watched a Marvel movie, another one. Who would you watch? Civil War. 
Oh, okay. I'm so out of order. So like I was going to say, you're going backwards. Yep. Yeah. I told you I did the light plan. I watched just like what I could get. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm filling in the gaps of my Marvel journey of mm-hmm. watching all the Marvel movies. And that's, Marvel that's that for movies for me. <laughs> I just slid into movies. Cause I'm like, oh, we've been yeah. in the movies, but I'm like, that's all yeah. I've got. I can't talk about our father or all this other fuck up shit anymore. Mm, I know. <laughs> this week I'll watch something great guys. Something happy. I was literally craving like a Hallmark movie or something like after reading you guys, I'm sorry. Are we done with movies? Cause like, yeah, I want to get into books, although yeah. we could go off about podcasts too, but yeah, I was about to say something about books. And then I was like, ah, we're all, we're not. Well, I'll just yet. say, as I don't know what you said about podcasts, but I'll just say you're mm-hmm. just saying something about like the movie, the podcast this week for hometown spice. Yeah. We talked about remembering, um, the Prince in me with Julia Stiles. Okay. And like that movie. And now it's making me like want to watch something like that. Like yeah. some like cutesy, like, you know, I feel like Netflix has a category right now called like familiar favorites or something. And it has like mm-hmm. Billy Madison. And I'm like, yeah, that's why I need something like that. I went oh, and put yeah, on Real Housewives of Atlanta, like, because every single news station is just like the shooting at tops, the shooting at mm-hmm. tops. And I was like, I'm not trying to be an escapist, but like, it's all I've been looking at and hearing and seeing and I was like I need some real housewives drama so I did also watch that Atlanta is perfection chef's kiss as usual yeah podcast I listen to them did I listen you guys just released an episode just yeah I did not listen I'm looking forward to it though um and that because that one's about librarians so it's just like ooh, books and spice spoiler spoiler alert the Uh book was not that spicy Oh, well, it's probably spicier than most stuff that's in, <laughs> that's in our uh, books. Uh, I know. Um, yeah, I guess Probably. So. We were just, we were hoping for more like they were going to be fucking in the stacks or something. And uh, uh, that does not happen. No, I think the title of the episode might have given that away now that you said it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to listening to that one. And you told me about an upcoming one of yours that I'm also looking forward to hearing. But anyways obituary was great as usual they also opened like some fan mail for me and it was really cute I didn't realize they would open it live <laughs> they gave you such a great oh, shout out they'll I'll say this because I listened to it and it was so good they gave Lana such a cute little like shout out and plug they're obsessed with what she sent them glittery hippie if you aren't like it's in our links guys and on our instagrams and stuff it's so cute that's actually how Lana and I met I have a really cute Taylor Swift, um, little, I don't even know what you call it. Little like ring holder or whatever from you. Yeah, ticket trade yeah, something. <laughs> it's just so cute. So it was so cool to hear. And I'm sure for you, like, cause they were out, genuinely excited because they like, were so oh. excited. Like the minute they knew what it, they were like, Oh my God, they, you know, and they were like, I want to take these home. No, I want these on my desk. Like, I know I was like I need to make Madison a ring dish now because she wants a ring dish (laughs) yeah like they were genuinely hyped about it so I thought that was so sweet because you know know, they were talking about writing a book yeah Yeah. they they have a different type of following because Spencer also had cult leader as a podcast first um and I didn't really like I found him on obit like I found discovered obituary and so I didn't realize I think at least from following and if they listen to this I'd be super happy and you can clarify this for me but I think you had cult leader and then maybe obituary was part of their patreon mm, and became mm-hmm. such a thing that they're like let's just do oh. I, maybe I'm wrong but they were they said it used to be patreon only so I'm assuming okay. that that's whatever but they were talking about the same way as we do we joke and we're like oh you know when we have a studio or when we do this and when we have a book and we go on book tour and we just like manifest joke but we're serious um serious. so they were like just talking about a book a book a book and now I'm pretty sure like they had somebody reach out to them but like maybe a book about like how to write a good obituary or something like that mm-hmm. so I'm like that's really cool I'm like we just need to figure out our book topic and then we'll get fire under asses and do it but speaking of right. books I DNF too like 
my tarot reading was literally like the situation you are saying no to things you don't have time for. You are taking a break. Like that is the situation you're in. And I was like, that is the fucking situation I'm in. Cause I DNF two books in a row and I haven't done that at all this year. So I was kind of like proud of myself. Like this sucks. See ya. And those two books, you know, maybe it didn't suck. Maybe I just wasn't there, but like sea of tranquility. I tried. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emily's okay. Mandel, the Vladimir. I tried that one too. I know no. it's this, this is all over like either book talk or I definitely think it was Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I looked, I think the girl had done a lot of um like show writing or not show writing, like screenwriting rather. And okay. this is her first debut novel. And I don't want to say like that shows, but it just like it didn't hook me. And you know, mm-hmm. like you you read a book and you're like, was this good? Was this good? Right. Final girl support group. I was telling you about that where I'm like, is it a three? Is it a four? I gave it a three because it was interesting. It was a good concept, but like, it also just didn't hook me as much as I like wanted it to. Like, it just didn't, I don't know. It wasn't, it was a cool concept, not a great delivery. Okay. Good book I'm reading. Oh my God. I said I was going to volley this with you and I'm going off because I was like, I didn't really read anything. I did, but I didn't. I finished one and I DNF two, And then I'll tell you about the the one I started, but have you read anything besides, um, hometown spice? Well, I was going to say we DNF'd a book for hometown spice. Oh, um, we got, <laughs> you guys have done got- that before though, which I think is great because you really make sure that your listener isn't going to be reading some piece of shit. So I appreciate that you oh, do that. It went That's off good. the rails, like three <laughs> pages in. Ooh. So this book was like taboo. You didn't waste your was on the cover. It was a book that someone recommended for us to read or like suggested we read. Now mm-hmm. they did not know what was going to happen in this book. So not their fault. They were but just we, like, sounds cool. Yeah. We were like, oh, we've read of voyeurism. Like fine. And, and like oh. immediately oh. this woman is like in her therapist's office and she's like, yeah, I have a problem. I like watching people and the therapist is like, ah, that's like, you know, most people that that's okay. It's like watching porn. And mm-hmm. she's like, no, I like watching my son. Oh, fuck other mm-hmm. girls. And my that's daughter not... railed. And we're all like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Have, have you got to this page yet? Like, I can't finish this. So we DNF that by like page five. <laughs> oh my God. Could you imagine attaching your name to that? Like picked oh, up, geez. picked up the librarian book um, and moved the fuck on because that was like, you don't want oh, that on, taboo, on your hometown taboo. spice Barnes and Noble table when you have ones. <laughs> No, I didn't want that. I removed it. I deleted it from my Goodreads. Everything. I was like, "Do not." I did it. Just remove from shelves. Remove from shelves. Oh no, no, no. Um, I read. I finished, which made me really happy. I finished Inheritance Games, Mm. and it was so good. It was so good. I keep seeing that. I love that. I didn't know how it was going to go. I couldn't make a guess. It still. It was a sequel. It does. It has a sequel and then it has another book coming out later. You love um, a trilogy. And it was good. Like it, cause it, mm-hmm. it, it left me with more questions, but I wasn't like disappointed by it. I was excited by it. Like it's good. I'm hooked. I'm like, yep. And I have the next one, like in my TBR, I just am not, I need to finish other things first. My yeah. like bookshelves looking at me like, girl, you just got two more books at <laughs> Barnes and Noble. Stop it. Um, I know I got new book. Um, I sent you like I got new bookends. My so shelf cute. looks very different from the last time I sent it to you. Like it just keeps going. It went from like do to like do, 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 like bigger, 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 bigger. Um, oh I just gosh. keep buying shit too. Like every time Target has a sale, or I just mm-hmm. feel like going to Barnes and Noble and splurging. But yeah, Always. um, start. I'm like quarter way through an audiobook because, like I said, I was in a mood where I needed like Hallmark vibes, and yep. to me, that's Ellen Hildebrand. I especially love her audiobooks. I almost picked up a book. Her from readers that. are her readers are so great. Check out Libby. Check out I Libby. Yeah, but I start didn't with know the Paradise what to series. Start with. Okay. Winter in I Paradise. What you said. It sounds weird because there's a Winter Street series of like three called winter street and it's about like an inn and it's like always at christmas time and they decorate the inn and like it feels so cozy and you feel like you're there it's a good one but don't confuse it with the paradise series that's book one is called winter in paradise not related to winter street are there books that are not series 
I think there's a few standalone ones. Okay. Like I listened to Golden Girl. That's like her most recent one. And that was really good. I don't know if they're connected or not because the more research I did, I found Silver Girl, which is actually what I'm listening to right now. And so far mm. I don't see a connection. The way she connects it is kind of like similar to like when we did Tessa Bailey and it was like, um, what was I going to say? We did Tessa Bailey and it's like, okay, Fox and, and Brendan, you know what I mean? Like the characters cross, but you don't necessarily have to have read the other books to understand it. Like you could read book two or three and you could still catch right. on and know what was going on. They're just yeah. rom-commy, but she has the characters kind of like overlap each other as if like you feel like you could move to Cape Cod and you could be reading a totally different series and she might bring up a random character. Okay. Like, oh, I remember them. They own the inn or they own the boat, the bait shack. Like, gotcha. it's like that. It feels like, I don't know. I don't want to say Gilmore girls, but it's like this cozy town, you know, it's like mm -hmm. this, you know, second grade teacher. Speaking of second grade teacher, you started, we got a gifted book to us. You guys speaking of books early, early, early we got an arc, we got an arc, an advanced reader copy of Tessa Bailey's book my killer vacation and I finished it Dylan you are like I just started it yep. yeah I it's needed something happy <laughs> not exactly <laughs> but I needed a Tessa Bailey book there mm -hmm. just if you are not a Tessa Bailey girl you don't understand you just need it sometimes and I needed yeah. this and it was so exciting that we have it and if you um, are a Tessa Bailey this is a little bit different than her other stuff because it has like this murder mystery going right. on underneath yeah. the spicy romance story yes yeah so, so it's a it's a first grade that. teacher and uh, um a second grade uh, teacher and a bounty hunter a bounty hunter yes mm -hmm. um, so she bought this big solve a murder yeah like she bought I, I don't want to I'm not going to give the mm -hmm. whole thing away but just like a brief overview because it yeah. comes out June 6th, I want to say. Yep. Um, so if you guys are interested, if you are a Tessa Bailey fan, it's like, think of Tessa Bailey meets, I don't know why, because it's not the same storyline, but it gives me the same vibes as um, like Miss Congeniality. Like, I thought that was a really good way to describe but it. Crime fighter vibes, but it's like yeah. funny. Right. Because it's, it's like, not like scary. This is, yeah. it's more just like they're trying <laughs> no. to solve it and they're kind of funny. And like, if it was put to film, which it totally could be, I could see yeah. that there'd be parts that might be gory, maybe, right. but it's not scary per se. Yeah. It's just, it's a really fun read. And I, I'm not a super fast reader. And it took me like a day and a half with, two toddlers to get it done so that's pretty good for me um yeah we will definitely be returning back to talk about this book for sure oh, yes but I also after I dnf those books maybe part of why I dnf them again because they didn't hook me but also because I've been so anxious to start the house in the cerulean sea mm -hmm. and I'm so happy that I have like I'm only I'm like 33 pages in, like I'm barely in and I'm just really loving it so far. Like just oh, the okay. writing style is really like funny, like just okay. kind of sarcastic. Like, I don't want to say self-deprecating, but like a little bit. Um, and for some reason, maybe just because I know it's, I think it's supposed to be London or maybe I get that Harry Potter vibe because it's mm. magical. Yeah. I read it in like a man's British accent in my head <laughs> when I'm reading it. Like I got to one part where they said like advertisement and I was like advertisement or something like in my brain. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck am I? Like why am I like the advertisement? I don't even know. I can't even say it how I said it in my brain. I said it yeah. how like an audiobook reader at some point has read it to me. I guarantee but I love that because I have the I have the audio, so I, I haven't it, listened to it yet. Have to I wonder let me if know. it's going to be in an accent. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, you'll have to <laughs> let me know. I hope it's good. It's it seems pretty good so far. Like it's a very descriptive of what people look like and and where they are, and you can really just imagine everything. I love books like that that are descriptive without like wasting your time. Like I don't yes. need to know about like the the shades of green of the blade of grass. Like just be descriptive in a real way and keep it moving. Yeah. That is what this is doing so far. And I love it. Um, just, we have so many really exciting books and like fun stuff coming up for you guys. Like, yeah, yeah. I have a book I'm waiting on in three more days, book four of this series. And I don't know if it's the final one. I kind of hope it is. I sometimes I don't mm -hmm. love if like things go on super far, 
but this plated prisoner <laughs> series i feel like i talked about really early in our show um about midas it's like a midas retelling yes i was like the it's f- not iron or yeah the know. fourth the fourth book comes out on the 19th um so i'm excited oh, for well, this that. month so soon mm-hmm. okay. yeah like in three days um so i'm really pumped for that to come out and see if like that's the end of it or if it's going to continue or whatever but i really love the story so Nice. I'm excited. There's been a lot of like really good book releases. I know um, this and like this summer, I like most of my countdown is just like books coming out. I know I have Emily Henry. I need to read that one. Like, oh, yep. I have that. have all these to do, but <laughs> we will do it. That's why I started the house in this really empty because I'm like, we have that. I think we have a couple more weeks before we do that one, but I wanted to start the new, um, a court of wings and rune. And I'm like, I don't want to get in the middle of that. And then, right. and then I don't have, have another time. fantasy world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd rather just like, let's finish this because I'm sure I won't forget about it. And yeah. like, it seems like it's so interesting. So I'm sure I won't be like, what was that about? But you know, if I, I do. I got myself a really Google. cool bookshelf Ooh. in the apartment. That's kind of like, it looks like a tree. Like it like branches Love off it. side to side. And so I'm so excited to like fill it with books it's definitely already going to be so full. quickly yeah so I'm yeah no I'm gonna need another one um but I think like maybe this will be the one for like my room and then I'll get another one for a different area um that's bigger yeah. but it made me like excited and it was like an excuse in my head when I was at Barnes and Noble this weekend being like well you know this would look nice on there <laughs> bookshelf yeah love it I know I was trying to explain to somebody about how we feel about like a trophy shelf I'm like, yeah. I know I have this on Kindle, but I want it in paperback so that one, I could read it in paperback if I wanted to, but also like right. so you can see it, that I read it. <laughs> oh yeah. Like your favorites. And you're like, eventually I will have a hardcover, like where the mm-hmm. God saying, or, you know, like I will grab all these things, but, yep. but yeah, if I haven't mentioned before, we are reading the house in this resiliency. Again, there's no due date, but we personally will be recapping it in a couple of weeks. And then after that, we have a very special guest. Like, I can't believe it's so soon. Like, so excited, so you guys. Excited. So excited to talk to. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to call her the queen of spice, but like our queen of spice. Our queen of spice. Our queen sure. of spice. Because yeah. um, you always, she always makes sure there's spice, but there's also a happy ending. Like, there's no tragedy. And I'm literally not calling out any authors, but I think you have an idea of who I'm talking about. I love you. And I will keep reading your books. <laughs> but you have to let me know that there's tragedy. <laughs> so anyways, can't wait. Like Hallmark meets spice meets Such a good crime fighting. Yeah. So fun. So excited. I'm so happy that like we started all of this and you're like, no, I don't know if I really like this. And it was just like, Mm, you just needed to find the author the one. that wrote the way that you wanted. And now, you know, and that yeah. makes me happy. We love all the emotional foreplay, emotional and physical, or, you know, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. But we are so grateful you guys stuck around. We're sorry we started this episode so negatively, but like we got to get it out, right? It's just like it would be clogged in our chakras if we didn't get all this shit out. And we hope that you guys were able to to feel, I don't know, I don't want to say that you're feeling what we're feeling, but that you don't feel alone if you are feeling it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, you can find us at halfbakebookclub.com or follow us on Instagram and TikTok at halfbakebookclub. And you can send us your listener emails to halfbakebookclub or recommendations, halfbakebookclub at gmail.com. We'll see you next week. We can't wait, but until then, read books. It's weird, it's weird out, out there. there.